to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey everybody, it's Jeff here with the Freedom Nation podcast and welcome to episode 10, which is actually a very special episode for me. Today I'm going to announce a new freedom engine in my life and that, what does that mean? That means I am creating a new business and the reason for creating that new business was because I'm telling you on this podcast that you should start your own freedom engine. You should do something on the side that starts to build up income and either pays off debt or uses that to build your wealth and uses that to establish your freedom day. That day when you wake up and you have enough income or enough assets that you, that can create income that you don't have to get up and go to work that day. Well, as I've told you before, I've already done that. I've already gotten my freedom day twice already, actually. Uh, the first time was financially free, and then the second time was kind of freeing myself from my businesses. So you can have and you can create situations where you need to free yourself again, even if you work for yourself. Well, I am somebody that feels like I always need to lead from the front. And when you, uh, when I tell you or when I say, hey, you should start your own freedom engine, um, I, I believe I've got to show you the pathway. I've got to lead the way. And so that's what this is all about. We're, uh, we're starting a new business. It is in the solar industry. I'm uh, working with a company called Apricot Solar to start my own dealership. And the whole idea of, uh, of Apricot Solar is a very interesting company. It's a company that uh, was started about 10 years ago, um, seven to 10 years ago. It has grown and grown and grown. Um, but still a small enough company that, you know, you still have interactions with the CEO of the company and, and the leadership. So it was something that I had the opportunity to, to meet some of the leadership of the company, including the CEO, get their vision. And this was something that I was really interested in. I've had a, a theme in my own investing of renewable energy. I just believe that the world is kind of moving that direction. There's a big desire by the public and by governments to move towards renewable energy. And I've been looking at investments in the renewable energy space. And for the solar side, there just hasn't been a really good investment that I have found. And this just happened to come across my, my table I uh, met with a good friend of mine who um, I hadn't seen in a while and found out what he was doing. And he had actually started his own uh, apricot dealership about a year ago and has been growing his business. I learned a little bit about the the philosophy of the company, you know, one of which is that they want to really be the, you know, take about 50% of the market share. And they've got a lot of audacity about it. And they've got a lot of uh, focus on this immensely, uh, really trying to grow the company. So I decided that was what I was going to do. I was going to start my own version of Apricot. I, I call it CPTX Renewable Energy. 
my intention right now is to focus on solar, but at some point in time, I may expand into other areas like wind and geothermal energy. But for right now, the whole focus is going to be on the apricot side. So anytime I create a business, and, and I would suggest that you do the same thing, when you create a business, you really want to start to you want to start with a mission. What, what is the mission of that business? Yes. It's to sell product. Yes. I mean, any business, you you can't just have a vision that doesn't really generate revenue because you don't really have a business. So certainly, you know, it's to, to sell product, but that's really not what's behind this all. Uh, One, it is to teach those of you out there that don't believe you can do it, that you can that it is possible to start your own business. I am extremely busy in my businesses. I actually had to sit down and review, you know, all the businesses I have and what I had to give up to be able to do this. So there are some businesses I had to make the decision that I'm just going to shelve for the time being and really focus on this and, and focus on a couple of my other businesses that, one is running by itself, one I'm involved in, but we have a team. This one, I'm really it for right now, but I will start to grow my team, both of sales advisors or solar advisors and uh, the support staff for the team. But that's going to take time and none of this happens overnight. So at the beginning, it's going to be much, much more of me doing this than I would typically want to have. But remember, Every time you have a success in business, you don't forget all the things or you shouldn't forget all the things that you learned before. So I already know what the formula is for a successful business. So I'm not going to make all those mistakes again. I'm sure I'll make some others and I'm completely knowing that that's going to happen, but uh, I'm not going to make all those other mistakes that I made over the last five to six years growing businesses. So we start with a mission, and and my mission is very, very simple. Um, I, I sat down and I said, you know, our CPTX renewable energy powered by apricot is going to have one simple mission. We will always do good. And then I broke that down just a little bit deeper. We will always do good for our customers. One of the nice things about Apricot and what they have built over the last several years is that we have the top solar installer in the country, uh, Freedom uh, Freedom Forever Solar. Um, Freedom Forever is in 40 different states. Uh, they have access to solar panels, which in today's world, with some of the challenges we face with supply chains, uh, that is a it's good to know that you have a team that can get the panels up onto a roof. Uh, Freedom also provides a 25-year production guarantee. And that's that's actually very interesting. It's not a warranty. It's actually a production guarantee. And what that means is over time, every system is going to degrade a little bit. But if it degrades beyond what those expectations are, Freedom will come out and replace the the uh, panels or whatever parts of the equipment are failing to get it back to that production guarantee. So I like the fact that one, you have a company that's going to be around because they are the largest out there, but two, they back their work and that's what's right for the customers. Um, 
we want to work with, you know, we want to help people swap out their electric bill. Um, you know, you're never going to get away from paying for electricity. But the way I look at it is, you know, if I stay with the electric company, I'm basically going to be paying for electricity for the rest of my life until I die. And then after I'm gone, whoever buys my house is going to be paying for electricity for the rest of their lives. The difference when you have solar panels, yes, you're going to have to pay for those solar panels. And in most cases, you can finance that. Uh, you can put down 0% finance the entire project, typically that's going to be less than what you were paying for electric. You're selling electricity back to the grid. So hopefully you can zero out or get really close to zeroing out your electric bill. And yes, you still have a payment every month, but the difference is that payment is going to stay static for the next 25 years. That's not the same with your electric bill. It will continue to go up. The cost of energy is going up. And quite frankly, with a lot of the cost of energy and the reduction in oil production and gas production in our country, that's causing the price of, of energy to go up even farther. So I look at this in my own house as, and I was the first one, I am the first one that is getting installed uh, with electricity because I believe in leading from the front once again or with solar. And I believe for leading from the front. And one of the things I like about this is that arbitrage between what my electric bill was versus what my solar bill is and the fact that my solar bill is going to stay static for the next 25 years versus my electric bill, which will continue to go up with inflation. So the second do good is do good for our associates. For those people that uh, are interested in wanting to grow a, a business, just like Sam was for me, introducing me to this uh, this company and this opportunity, I can do the same for others. You know, this is a business that takes a lot of work. And for people that don't want to put in the work, it's it's not a good business to be in. But for those people that want to, uh, Apricot is one of the most interesting companies when it comes to uh, the solar industry. And it gives everybody the opportunity to be a leader in the company. Uh, to become a partner in the company. If you work hard enough and you build the right systems in place, you can become a partner in the company and share in the profits. So that was one of the things I really loved about this. And, you know, looking at if I, you know, as I build a team over time around me um, and they're starting to build their own businesses, it's an opportunity for all of them. They could outpace me. They could be even higher up in the company and more in leadership. It's it's all merit and it's not based on politics or anything like that. The third do good is do good for our community. And I announced this on Friday at uh, the uh, incubator at Vista Ridge High School. So one of the things that I wanted to do with this business is we want to build into the business from day one the fact that we will be helping the community with part of our profits. So we have announced that we'll donate 10% of our profits that will initially go into the, my foundation, the Jeff and Crystal Kickle foundation, and then we'll be paid out to the Leander excellence and education foundation. 
and will partly go to support the incubator programs uh, that are in the Leander ISD district. Uh, my intention initially is to help fund those programs a little bit more. And then eventually, as profits grow in the company, we will be establishing a scholarship for students in need who are interested in, in following a path of a business education. Uh, we will eventually create a scholarship specifically for that. And depending on how good we do, we may create several scholarships. So that's, you know, it's all up to how hard we work and we build this company. But that is the, that's the underlying why that we're doing this is I want to build a business that is able to do that. It is a desire that I've had. It's something that I've done on a smaller scale and I want to make it a much, much bigger scale going forward. The last do good is certainly do good for the environment. Now I'm not somebody that you know, feels like I need to go hug a tree or that, you know, the world is, you know, falling apart and we all need to worry about it. You know, there's enough things in this world to worry about besides worrying about the planet falling apart. And the reality is the, the planet is going to shruff us off long before, uh, before the planet is destroyed. It's, it's how it works. And, you know, what we can do though, is we can, harness the power of the sun, the power of the wind, the power of the, the earth's core uh, to make the world more efficient and to diversify out our uh, electric grid and diversify out, uh, you know, all of the, the ways that we're generating energy. Um, I was talking to my virtual assistant in the Philippines and she was saying that, you know, they use uh, basically sea power and in their country, that's one of the ways that they generate uh, energy in their country because they're on an island, so they can do that. So this is an opportunity for us as a people, as a world, to say, hey, we want to harness all possible ways. And the sun's energy is free. It's there, and it's going to continue to be there uh, as long as we're around. I know that we'll, we'll have sun energy coming down, and why not harness that? Why not help to stabilize the electric grid? Uh, for those of us that lived here in Texas during the, the freeze of 2021 in February, uh, you know, a lot of people are afraid that the world is going to be that way forever and we're going to have these type of things. The reality is we're probably not going to see another one of those for 100 years. But the more and more things that go onto the grid, whether it is you know, everybody, I mean, I have two laptops, I have multiple cell phones, I have multiple pieces of equipment in my house that are plugged into the outlets. So every single one of those things puts a drain on the, on the, the electric grid. Now imagine the fact that every major manufacturer is now building electric cars. And that's going to be a transition that I feel is going to happen over the next 10 to 15 years we're probably going to see at least 25% of our vehicles be electric. Well, those are all going to be plugged into the electric grid and the electric grid's pretty well stretched to its, its limits at this point. So I look at solar as a way to one, stabilize my own personal electric system Two, because solar overproduces during the day, it is actually pushing energy out of your house into the electric grid and your electric company buys that back. Now, it depends on where you're at on how much they do. 
in the city of Austin, that's about 85 cents on the dollar. You know, so for every every dollar of kilowatt hours that you push out, you're going to make about 87 cents on. You see, you still lose a little bit of money in that process. But what you're doing is you're building up a credit on your bill. In Williamson County, where we're on the, the Per Dallas Electric Cooperative, that's only about 50 cents on the dollar. So it depends on where you're at. Uh, how much you're going to get credit on your bill, but there's some design things that you can do around your uh, your solar system that allow you to, you know, basically minimize or eliminate, make it zero your electric bill. Now, people say, well, I want to be off the grid. Well, you don't want to be off the grid. You want to be attached to the grid because that's what, that's how you can, uh, one, help to, to stabilize the grid, but two, it pays, you know, you're, you're going to get paid for, for generating that electrical power. Uh, you will always have some form of electric bill. When you're connected to the grid, there's connection charges and there's franchise fees that are part of that. So you might still have a 30 or $40 electric bill. Uh, your solar bill will be less than what your average electric bill is. That's, that's how we design things. But all of that is good for the, it's good for the environment. It's good for us, you know, as we continue to transition and, you know, in the United States, we only have about 2% penetration of solar versus Australia, which has almost 23%. So there's a huge amount of movement that needs to happen in our country to, for us to even get even. And you see, you know, in the, in countries in Europe. Uh, they use wind energy. We use a lot of wind energy here in Texas up in the panhandle. So we're beginning to convert, but there's some challenges with that conversion. We saw problems with the electric grid during the, the freeze because the windmills froze up. So we need to diversify our grid. And, and one way to diversify is to have a whole bunch of solar panels on a lot of different roofs around town. So that's, that's the focus. That's our mission. So do good for our customers, do good for our associates, do good for the community and do good for the environment. That's our focus. That's what we will focus on over the next several years. And I have a huge goal for this business. Uh, the larger I grow the business, the more money I get to give away to the uh, the community and you know hopefully it's so big that I have to spread that around to a bunch of different organizations in our community. The last thing I wanted to talk about real quick is how we will work with this business and the podcast. Once again, this was created. This business is created to be part of the book that I have coming out talking about Freedom Day. It was about this podcast and talking to you about Freedom Day and, you know, being part of Freedom Nation. So you need to be part of this business as well and seeing how this business continues to work. So what we will be doing is once a month, starting in January, most likely, I will start to do a monthly income report. There are a lot of podcasts that do this. And I really felt that for me to be honest with you, for you to understand the possibilities, you need to see what the results are. Um, it will take about two months before I start to see any kind of recognition or revenue recognition in this business. 
And as soon as that happens, we will start to report that on a monthly basis. We're going to report what comes in. We'll report what we're giving out, what our expenses are, how we're doing, you know, what we're doing from the wealth building side of the business so that you can get an understanding of how you can think about this. Um, we are going to use the principles of profit first. So what I will be doing on the show going forward, I've already laid out the principles of Freedom Day. And over the next several months, I'm really going to be focusing on talking to you about two things. One, the principles of running a successful business. Um, some of the books that I've read that I feel you should read to be successful in business. And then first, you know, even more than that, I'm going to have not only my story, but the story of other people, uh, beginning with episode 11, which will be the next episode after this. I interviewed a couple weeks ago, uh, my friend and really, you know, just you will love Laura. So Laura Capes Terry is an amazing person. Um, she is someone who came from the corporate world and then decided to leave the corporate world and create a business for herself. She's created several over the last couple of years. And so Laura is my first guest, episode 11, that is going to talk about her freedom days and how she kind of freed herself from the corporate world. So that's what's going to happen going forward. I hope you enjoyed this today. I'm, I am just unbelievably excited about the business. I'm excited about uh, what the possibilities of this are over the next 10 years. And you're going to be along on the journey. I love to. I would love to hear back from y'all in the form of comments. Um, if you like this, like the podcast, like wherever you're listening to this at. Um, if you want to make a comment or if you've got questions, feel free, drop a comment in the comment section and I'll get back with you. So thanks a lot. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to hearing all from all of you down the road here. And I love to have you on the journey with me. So thanks and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.